Welcome to another episode of the PCG Project Podcast. My name is Donnie, and I'm here with my co-host, Dave. Dave and I have been playing tabletop games for years now, and we created this podcast series to share our view on the games we play. That's right, Donnie. In order to summarize our thoughts, we have decided to break down each game into five standard categories that we think are important to discuss, which include setup, learning curve, game balance, replayability, overall theme, design, and cost. At the conclusion of each podcast, we will provide a ranking in each of the five categories Dave mentioned. Our rankings are broken down into three categories, thumbs up for good, shrug for okay, and thumbs down for bad. As you can tell, our ranking system is a very complicated creation. All right, welcome to another episode of the PCG Project podcast. This month we are bringing you Trial by Trolley to continue our two months in a row of just just games for horrible people. This game is made by Cyanide and Happiness, and it's brought to you by Skybound Games. It is 3 to 13 players. Ages are 14 plus, but I would probably uh, go on the side of a little bit higher than that. And the game is at least going to take you 15 minutes. Donnie, how do we play this game? It's a great question. Um, you know, this is a game that's really based on understanding your friends and family's moral compass. You know, that's kind of the derivation of it. And the person who goes first, at least in our friend group, is always Dave. And that's because it's whichever person last pondered murdering someone. So that's it's fair. You it's know, a fair assessment. It's usually him. Um, <laughs> but all right. So what comes in the box is three different types of cards. There's innocent cards, guilty cards and modifier cards and then there's a track as well as some death tokens so the track is your typical sophie's choice where there's a train coming it's gonna go one or two ways you're at the switch you're controlling which way it goes and there's people on the track and for whatever reason they're not moving so that's kind of the premise of the game is you have to choose as the conductor who are you gonna kill and in order to play the game say i start as the conductor we'll give dave a break here say i pondered murdering someone this morning I would go first, and if there's five people around the table, that means there's four others. You split the table down the middle, starting with me, so the two to my right and the two to my left are a team. And each team draws three modifiers, three innocent, and three guilty cards, and they just kind of talk as a team, decide which cards they want to put down, and they start with an innocent card. So, you know, an example, the one I have in front of me is a runaway stroller carrying triplets, three innocent babies. So I'm going to put that on my track. Because I well, so another team would put that on the track, thinking I don't want to kill triplets, and the other team would pick their thing. That person was a bit of bad choice. We all know Donnie's going to choose that one now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And then what you do next is the guilty card. So you'll play your guilty card on the other team's track. So I have a phantom, family of cannibal hillbillies. So I'm going to put that on the other team's track, thinking that. You want to put your best guilty card to really draw the conductor over there to kill that guilty person who is on top of the innocent card. And the last thing is the modifier. So once you have your innocents and your guilties, the conductor's sitting there thinking, oh, who do I want to kill? You know, what innocent person am I going to sacrifice? You put a modifier down. And the modifiers can go on either track, and they can either help or hurt. So I have something that says, if killed, will rise as a zombie, a zombie and attempt to eat you. So I could put that on the triplets or, you know, the, some uh, the, one of the teams could put on the triplets. And now those triplets aren't innocent anymore. They're going to raise from the dead and eat me. So it makes the, the 
choice a little bit easier as a conductor and you can put it on your own track some of the modifiers actually help you too like we'll solve world hunger or things like that so the modifiers are a total game changer and they are played last yeah now that the babies will turn into zombies maybe donnie finally won't kill them <laughs> right exactly and so once all the innocent all guilty and modifier cards are played both teams get to spit their truth to the conductor try to con- tell their story of like which one i should go and they kind of argue a little bit and once i'm ready as the conductor to make my decision once i've heard all cases i'll decide and I go down that track and I murder everybody on that track. And the team that gets murdered gets a death token. So the teams will rotate each time because the next conductor, the teams will change. Because, again, it's the two to the right, two to the left. Or if you have a different number of people, it'll change. If you have an odd number of people, you just kind of decide, is it three to the right, two to the left, whatever. It doesn't really matter because the teams are always changing. But you get a death token if you're on a losing team. You keep playing the game until everyone has had a chance to be the conductor. And once everyone has had one chance to be the conductor, the people, the person with the least amount of death tokens wins the game. Yeah, that uh, explained it pretty well. And I should mention the tagline. It's a party game of moral dilemmas and trolley murder. And I'm sure you're all wondering in the case of a tie, what do you do? Like, is there a tiebreaker? No. There is no tiebreaker. It says, return home to your families and be grateful that your work on the trolley is done. It's fair. Really, uh, really makes working for a trolley just sound like a good job. Right. All right. Let's 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 uh, get a, get into the categories here. So setup and learning curve. You want to kick that off? It's nice because it has a little play mat that has the tracks on it. And you can play your cards right on the tracks. But... It's a little bit difficult to first understand because you, just the way the teams are set up, it has to be an odd number of people. There's only going to be one judge. We tried to play it before with two judges, and it kind of muddied the water. So it's a little bit different, difficult of a learning curve more than the setup, I guess I would say. Yeah, I'd say the setup takes almost two seconds. You know, you set it up, boom, I'm the conductor, split up the teams. But for whatever reason, we've played this game multiple times, and Maybe this is more of an testament to our friend group, but it, it confuses people that the teams aren't the same. It's like, what do you mean I'm not on this team or it changes or, or whatever? Like changing teams in a circle for whatever reason is complicated when you first go through it, at least. So there's a little bit of difficulty there on the, on the onset. Yes. Um, what do you think about the game balance of it? So, you know, the game balance, like any other of these like decision type games, uh, you know, there's a little bit of luck of the draw. Your team's changing here and there. I, I'm i kind of on the fence here about whether it's balanced. Because with games where there's a low number of cards drawn, it's more luck. But the teams are always changing. You're not necessarily with the same teams. The conductor's always changing. So you kind of have a, a way to fight. So I'm, I'm a little bit on the fence. What do you think? I like it because of that team change aspect. Because then you can kind of work with other people. No one's going to get if you just have a team that apparently is just super into trolley murder or something. They can just keep winning. But the way it rotates, it's nice. And when you mix up those teams, it doesn't just mean, hey, I'm not going to pick these guys. These guys aren't. You get stuck with somebody that just isn't funny or something and. And you're kind of screwed on that team aspect, even though you're throwing down great cards, but they're just disagreeing with you. When you change it up, you can kind of get your groove still. Yeah, the only thing that was in my head, we played it at uh, Dave's bachelor party, actually. And 
the teams were bigger, so there was arguments within the teams what cards to play, and then we're arguing against the other team to the conductor. So there was like a lot of arguing. So you didn't you have less control within your team, and then even less control because it's like the conductor chooses. So it's it's harder to win off of of skill because you're just arguing the whole time. Probably shouldn't be bachelor party drunk either. That might also help. Facts. All right, replayability. It's. I think you're only going to play it once. I think you're the one per night. I mean, you'll probably bust it back out again. Uh, it is. It's like Cards Against Humanity. It's more of a party game that anybody's going to be able to be convinced into playing. You're not looking at your just your game night crew that likes all the different card games. Like this one, you might be able to grab some people that don't normally play the games. But I think you're only going to play it once a night. Yeah, I like the concept a lot, like the, the, the Sophie's Choice thing about who do I have to kill and like, oh, I got to stop this murderer from murdering 12 people, but I got to you know hurt this innocent old man. or whatever. So like the concept's fun, so it's fun to play, but I, I'd agree. I don't think we've ever played it twice in a night because once we muscle through the game, you're kind of argued out a little bit. It's an exhausting game sometimes. It can definitely be exhausting. So what do you think about the overall theme and design? I got to say, it's fantastic. These cards are well done. Uh, the one I was looking at with the triplets, there was three cute little babies on it. So like, you see the visuals and it really gets your brain going as a conductor. Like, oh, I'm going to plow this train through these cute little babies. Like, so it is very well done. I mean, the track's bright, bright colors, bright graphics. Uh, I think it's a well done game. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Last month we did Cards Against Humanity, which is very plain. And I even brought up Cyanide and Happiness in that episode. And... That just goes to show you, I do like their art. It's not, like I said before, it's really not like anything too crazy, but it is, it's a fun, they're fun little drawings and it does add an additional element to the game. There's also the trolley track, which is nice. It just gives you a placemat. So it's a cool little design piece. But other than that, that's about it. What do you think about the cost? So the cost, I mean, last month I spent the time looking up Cards Against Humanity and I'm sure Dave didn't. I got it. Anyways, it's 25 bucks. I was trying to run him under the bus, but he just showed me his phone. He actually had it up. So it's $25 is what this game costs. Yes, I got this game at Target just on a whim. I saw it on the shelf, grabbed it. But yeah, for 25 bucks, that's pretty good. Uh, it does have a ton of cards, just like Cards Against Humanity does or a Super Fight. But also these do have uh, that extra artwork, unlike those other two games. So let's get into the ratings. Sure thing. Uh, setup and learning curve. What are you going to give this for a rating here? Uh, I'm just, I'm honestly, I'm going to give it a thumbs down. It, and it's probably on me, but for some reason, we've played this a lot. And I just, the learning curve, for some reason, I haven't been able to just get it. I'm going to go shrug. It's, it's definitely not a thumbs up. Like I said, the setup's easy, but the learning curve. It doesn't sound complicated listening to us explain the rules, but for whatever reason, when you get a bunch of people in a room and you're trying to go through it, it confuses people that the teams change. So I'm going to give it a shrug because of that. It's definitely probably the drinking. <laughs> Maybe that as well. What about game balance? The game balance, uh, I, I'm gonna, I am going to give it a thumbs up on the uh, team changing aspect. I think it does make it a little bit more fair in that. Yeah, I'd say that they made the game as balanced as they could. However, I'm going to give it a shrug because I have to rely on my team more than me to win the game. And 
you know, when I have a perfect card, perfect setup, and, you know, one of my team convinces me otherwise, it's just, it's a different aspect of the game that I don't always enjoy. Those, those darn teammates. <laughs> right. Uh, replayability. Yeah, it's going to be a thumbs down for me. It's going to be a thumbs down. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm going to save it with a shrug. I know I'm going straight shrugs here, but only because it's not a game that I don't want to play again. The same night, yes, I don't. And I'm not often, like, lobbying to play this game over other games. But if someone, like, wants to play Trial by Trolley, I'm not arguing to not play it because I still have fun. Like, even though it's a little difficult and whatever, I still have fun playing it. But I don't necessarily, like, thumbs down, I, I would I would not want to play it. I'm not at that point, so I'm going shrug. I'd take Super Fight or Cards Against Humanity before I would play this. It's fair. It's fair. Uh, overall theme and design, I'm going to go thumbs up. I'm going to steal this one because it is a really well-designed game, in my opinion. Yeah, as much as I've been giving bad reviews before this, it's an absolute thumbs up. I do like Cyanide and Happiness's art. It, they did a great job. The quality of the cards are great. Just doing that extra placemat is really nice. It just gives you a little bit more to utilize for a game that usually you just have the cards. It, it is nice. Definitely a thumbs up. And the last category is cost. I'll let you kick that off. Yeah, uh, thumbs up. You're definitely uh, you're getting a ton and good quality for what you pay for. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And even though this one was more of a, a somber rating, it, it is. I have fun playing this game. It's just not one of. The, we have so many card games we play that this rates a little lower on the list. Yeah, I, I would agree with that as well. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the PCG Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our review and rankings. As always, you can find us on anchor.fm under PCG Podcast or anywhere you find your podcasts. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can find me at Defunkafu on Twitter. And you can find us both at PCG underscore project on Instagram. All episodes will be accompanied by a blog post on our website, pcgproject.com. Thank you for joining for this week's episode, and until next time, keep playing and game on.